Wouldn't it be great to know from the moment of birth why you are here? Or perhaps to know exactly how it is that life works or how you operate? Let me guess, you've toyed around with similar thoughts over the years or maybe had several life events that left you questioning why and what's the purpose of all of this? Well, gratefully, there is astrology. Astrology rates among one of the oldest, if not the original, science of human connection to the grand expanse. My consideration is that astrology is the science of human life. As you will come to learn, within one individual chart, there is an insurmountable amount of information that tells a story of where you have been while leading you to an open field of possibilities. And it reveals how all is created by and for you in order to renew and recreate yourself, utilizing the pure potential that awaits. Now I would define an astrological birth chart as the science of life. A psychological map of events relating to areas, characteristics, and experiences that create our lives. In this course that is tailored to you, you will learn how the planets and the houses in which they dwell help to create your personality and how you came to be all that you are today. You will also glean into who you are becoming. Now you've waited your whole life for this. I won't keep you waiting one moment longer. So let's begin. Okay, this is reading um, for client 808. Reading number one, child, um, I'm sorry, past lives, early childhood and emotional foundations. And so we'll begin with what we discussed in your exploration session. And in that, you express your wanting clarity for your life um, due to the multiple changes that have occurred over the last few years. Um, you left a 10 plus year career because you were unfulfilled with it. You are over it. Um, you relocated and became a business owner, um, which is great. Entrepreneurship and you pursued that, but you've experienced burnout from that. And you've also recently had um, uh, broken off a relationship. So at this point, we're on a journey to get you clarity and getting you starting all over again with clarity and a new direction. So, and here it goes, let's begin. So we're gonna begin with your North Node. So in an effort to save time, you know the X, explanations that I had before of each uh, sign and placement. I'm going to skip that and continue with the information. And you can read the explanation of what that sign, like South um, Planet, South Node, and all of that means. We're going to skip that this time, and so, we, I can, so it won't be an hour long. So in your South Node, South Node represents your past life. Or lifetimes or the energy that you're bringing in okay in order to use as a tool to help you evolve 
okay so your south node is in the sign of Scorpio and in the second house this suggests that you have an innate talent resource or ability to perceive the secret working behind manifest form so you have an you know how to create you're a manifester so because the south node is so familiar to you and natural for you there's a tendency that you can either overemphasize that or underemphasize this part of yourself and it's something that it's a talent that is other people may notice but you is something other people may notice but you may not notice because it's just so natural to you okay and if this overemphasis occurs, you may experience going to extremes, maybe like emotional highs or lows in the process of just, just a lot of emotional highs and lows. Maybe if it has to do not be not being able to uh, have the power or control to get what, what it is that you want, if that is a part of your experience, um, you, it, your, it's, it, your emotions are imbalanced. And if this overemphasis of being able to manifest, you may look at others and value others in terms of their wealth, wealth or an over-focus over on possessions. Now, this placement suggests an emotional memory of intensity, again, the deep emotions and control and power. So perhaps in a previous lifetime, you were um, pushed to the edge, um, extreme trauma, dealing with survival. Being placed in the second house um, is an indication that it may have been a loss of material possessions, okay? Or all your worldly goods, that sort of deal, which, um, really created a difficulty because Taurus is all about stability and harmony and peace and all those Venusian beautiful things. And for to experience loss or instability in Taurian energy is very, very emotionally stressful. And so now it's in the eighth house. So Scorpio, Scorpio energy which incites secrets, things that are hidden and taboo. There is a significant probability of an emotional pattern connected to the occult or some type of secret society. There is a great chance that you were into things just like this, like um, the occult. They call astrology occult. Is I just don't think that, but we're not going to go there. Um, but maybe tarot or maybe witchcraft or just using energies and everything that's outside of religion, you know, structured religion. And you may have been um, dabbled into that. And that's where the control and power comes from. That's what's coming up for me, uh, my intuition. But needless to say, there is a compelling indication that this lifetime just wasn't a cakewalk for you. It was difficult. Um, 
it was tough with a lot of loss and gain, instability, and, 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 and being forced to transform, you know. So in this lifetime, you're, you, the, the transformation of that, you are being pulled toward open possibilities and future growth in Taurus. And that's where your North Node is. The new attitudes of the North Node are needed to balance patterns of the South Node. So you're taking almost the same type of energy, but you're in this lifetime, you're looking at it in a new way. And all of this is going to make sense to you very soon. So when this balance is provided, you will be able to maintain calmness and stability, you know, without that emotional swing, pendulum swing back and forth, as well as share physical and emotional resources with others. So you will be able to deal with um, and, and interact with people, uh, with others in a more vulnerable, intimate type of way. So that's what this is calling you to become. Now your IC, your IC represents your roots. So imagine um, the roots of a tree. It's the environment of your surroundings, your home. Even it has to do with your ancestors. Just that energy that creates um, your a, a, a legacy, like a a legacy of your environment, but on an energetic, ancestral, deep, soulful connection. It also represents who you are in your private life. You know, um, if if someone if, when you go home, who who you become when you walk in the door, you're not the same person as you are when you're presenting yourself to the public. So, your IC or undersky. Under sky, is the sign is in the sign of Sagittarius, which describes your need for an emotionally secure foundation on which to base your life's operations. So, Sagittarius is your goal of creating um, in creating an emotional emotionally secure foundation, and so you can best. Um, establish a solid, solid inner constitution by fulfilling the need to explore life and life's purpose through expansion of all that you are, your body, mind, and spirit, expansion of yourself. Now, in your early life, there may have been, it may have been full of exploration, adventure, and learning. Um, if we were in a conversation, I would ask you, were your parents strict and overbearing as it relates to higher uh, learning or, or were they lenient, allowing you to explore using the tools that were provided for you? Um, so there's a question there because this placement indicates um, that as a child, you wanted your parents to... Uh, happy to be, uh, you wanted to make them happy and to be proud of you. And so it's either, it can go either ways. So either they were strict in that and you became that and wanting them pr to make them proud or they gave you the tools and allowed you to explore using the tools and they were not as strict. 
but the 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 grand picture of it all is that um, your pair you you wanted to make them proud of you and that's like most children so you may have excelled in school or really worked hard to excel in school and this interpretation may contradict other areas that we'll get into that signify a struggle with education or learning. So these are things that I would dig out of a dig into and we would dive in and unpack for you if we were in conversation. I would love to talk to you about it. But in the meantime, think about that dynamic in your upbringing and that's going to bring up an emotional marker that sets the, sets the stage for this right here sets the stage for everything in your life. So I would love for you to put energy into what this I see, what happened, what your early childhood experience is, what it is that you wanted and didn't receive, or what is it that you didn't know you needed you know, that type of dynamic. And when you can get to that part, you're going to be able to unfold a lot when we move further into the reading. So, however, I'm going to go back to the reading now. Um, this is indi um, indicative to the many layers of the psyche and how we are trying best to decipher finite aspects of ourselves. So it, it can go a million ways. But it's your experience for you to unfold this for yourself. This is important for you to take notice of um, because it's a huge shadow of our mind. And so really dig into this portion as much as you can. Um, you may have even felt left out or distance in your childhood home, or you may have distanced yourself, <clears throat> distanced yourself. You may have had a happy childhood, nonetheless, with many friends, or you may have been introverted. So this one can play out in both ways, but the theme of Sagittarian energy is distance and expansion. And that could mean either it was experienced from others or you created it and... So just kind of put energy into that, okay? And Sagittarian energy is talkative and extroverted by nature, but at the same time enjoys freedom. So this is where the paradoxal energies within the placement comes from, okay? What you don't reveal to the world dwells within this area of the psyche. So... This is your private self. Um, the this, this space and freedom are probably very important to you. Your home is your world, it's your sacred space. And you may have experience moving around a bit, perhaps in childhood or as an adult. This sums up the possibilities of your private inner world. And we're gonna move um, on to the subconscious world of the moon. Your moon is in the 10th house of Cancer. And the moon, you want to think of the sustainer and what you emote. I emote 
I give too. And the moon's energies, um, just imagine a, a reser reservoir of emotions. So your moon is in the sign of cancer, which is already emotional, and which means it is the native sign, um, and it's in its native sign. So your moon is in the uh, uh, in cancer, and cancer is ruled by the moon. However, it is in the tenth house, home of Saturn. Saturn is the polar opposite of the moon. The moon is feminine energy and related to the mother, and Saturn is masculine energy representing the, the father, which indicates regardless of gender, one parent was more nurturing than the other. And we'll dive further into this when we go into it, further into the reading, okay? Now, with it, with your Saturn being in the tenth house, it's at home. Um, it's it, it also indicates uh, you're having a strong receptivity to your legacy, life's work, and public life. You know, it's at at your mid heaven. We're gonna definitely go into that because it's very important. Um, emotional security for you lies within the status and reputation that you have in the public eye. Very important to you. So let's dive into the details of this. I think I said earlier, but I'll go into it again. Your Cancer Moon indicates how you respond emotionally and meet security needs. These needs for you are best met by your need to give and receive emotional warmth and security. Your Moon in the 10th house, therefore, your, your Moon is in the 10th house. Therefore, your feelings, emotional responses, and habit patterns are best expressed in your standing in the community, public life, career, business, etc. Um, you have an emotional uh, you have an emotional need for public recognition, which is not now this one. You know, a lot of people would think like, oh, I need public recognition and that's my ego. Not for you. This is literally innate for you and it's not coming from an egotistical place or motivation. It is a mere aspect of you fulfilling your purpose. So I really want you to accept that your calling for public recognition is not egotistical of you it's literally a part of the reason why you're here and um the, the, with your moon in this place you it, you have an intuitive connection to the general population like there you can walk out and you just kind of know things and so therefore making you extremely sensitive to the public um, with balanced support of this attribute, uh, this can work well with your inevitable notoriety and success. So you have a natural connection, emotional connection, what is real to humans connection with um, society. 
and it's just part of your makeup. It's a beautiful thing. Um, home, family, and activities related to home, such as cooking and gardening and do-it-yourself, things that nurture the environment are natural instincts for you. Each attribute attests to the type of nurturing partner you are in relationships and as a maternal figure. Just the beauty and nurturing, also with the strictness and the discipline that you will have as a, a parental figure. It's just beautiful. So because of these instincts mentioned, you tend to take care of most things for those in your circle. So you're probably nurturing um, uh, to other people and catering to other, very, very catering to others. But you wanna take caution of overextending care for others or being taken for granted. Um, so be very mindful of that. Um, oh no, I lost my space. Hold on. You may be prone to mood swings or emotional instability. Now this can lead to depression um, and it's probably most likely due to emotional overthinking, okay? Uh, you are being urged to keep mindful when you are entertaining things and events that you cannot change. You have to keep mindful of those things. And if you can't change it, there's nothing you can do about it and let it go. And forgiving and forgetting is a great remedy if this is the case for you. So whether it's forgive, forgiving yourself, uh, forgiving others, just do not ruminate like, and, and don't let thoughts just constantly circle your mind. Because your moon, emotional thinking, dwells in the 10th house, this indicates that your thoughts and emotions manifest things very easily. So be sure to maintain thoughts of what you want as well as things that feel good to you. So you wanna manifest the things that feel good to you and what you want in life. Don't put much energy into those things that don't work for you or that you don't want. The destiny of your moon, uh, Cancer Moon, calls for public recognition. Again, it's written within your, the element of your being. It's just the way it is. So consequently, your tendency to care about what others think of you truly has an emotional effect on you, meaning you may be sensitive about slander or slurs that may tarnish your reputation because that's such a part of your, your life. So this lends itself to the factors mentioned of having an intuitive connection to the general public. So in this, you are being urged to maintain no, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Um, your true connection with others while developing a thick skin, you know, have a thick skin. Just keep moving, do what you do and keep moving. And building an inner constitution of your in individual truths. In result, you are armed to easily discard untrue or unjust opinions of others. So what I mean by this is if you build an inner world of what is true for you, what others have to say won't mean much 
and especially if it's untrue. So I'm quite sure you're the type of person, which is later in your reading, you can accept criticism um, really easily, but unnecessary things probably touch you. Don't let it. Career, you, you, you may make drastic career changes in this lifetime, and this may, do, um, may be due to seeking emotional security. So in doing so, you may experience rise and fall in the process. Um, your hard work and determination uh, and determined nature, you keep yourself motivated um, in your efforts, so that's really good. So you are being urged to go with the flow of life and understanding this is it's a part of the process, okay? Now, um, next up, we're gonna discuss the moon and your mother because the moon is maternal energies. If we were in conversation and I was revealing this particular place, placement, I would ask which parent was the nurturer because in considering the nature of the 10th house energy, it speaks to drive and connection and connected uh, to the, the, your, the drive in your life was connected to the feminine archetype. I would, my intuition tells me that your mother and or the woman or women in your life were the drive behind any motivations you have regarding career success. Um, I could be incorrect on that, but how, that's what the placement suggests. And to that, I would ask if the nurturing aspect uh, received in early years came mostly from your father or father figure. Um, this may not be the case, but it is, it represents your need for emotional security. And whichever parent gave you that emotional security or that nurturing that you need, you have a stronger, closer bond with that um, particular uh, parent, okay? No matter which it was, but it, that may not have been the fact, um, truth for you, but that's what the placement suggests. Um, now, the moon aspects. We're gonna go into moon aspects. Now, uh, um, the balance Oh, well, we're just going to go into the aspects so it, the video won't be so long. So your moon sextiles Mercury, which means there is harmony in this aspect. So what happens with, let's discuss aspects. What happens with aspects is they take the placement like the moon in the 10th house. When that energy, when another conversation or interaction with another planet comes into play, it kind of adds a little bit of variety and diversity to the placement. So it kind of bends the energy a little bit. And this part is what cause, what the aspects create bends of the mind in the way that we perceive the world and how we view the world and walk in the world. It, it bends our mind to it creates experiences, um, faded destiny. And so it, and when they transfer and move around and transit around. So that's, what, that's why the aspects are important. And we're going to dive into those. 
So your moon sextiles Mercury. And there is harmony in this aspect that indicates that you are quite intelligent and may have a good memory with an ability to understand others. You have an innate ability in understanding others. This is beautiful. Um, this, aspect, this aspect helps you become a teacher, journalist, or even a psychologist. Um, if you have an interest in your origins and roots, or even providing solutions for environmental issues, thank this, tech, uh, this sextile because that's where it is coming from. Now your, your moon is square Venus. So a square, a square always means like a little battle. So I always think of the square like a boxing ring. So there's like a challenge, okay? So this aspect, and that's Venus. So your emotions, thinking emotions, it uh, creates a battle or confusion about feelings versus emotional needs. This causes a problem in relationships and also often ends up you competing, ends up with you competing with another person. This aspect is urging you to get clear on your values involving love. So you wanna ask yourself, what does love truly feel like for me? What does love and action look like for me? In doing so, you will be able to notice when your love needs are being met. So when it says confusion about real feelings versus emotional needs, it's almost like um, are, what, are you feeling what is true or are you feeling it because it's a, an emotional need that you don't, you're putting on someone else, but you should create it for yourself. You know, so you want to balance those two things there, okay? Now, your moon trines Saturn. Now, trine is good. And this aspect offers a level of emotional stability as it relates to your home environment, giving you the freedom to do what you feel is right in your home. So it also signifies here... Um, also signified here is that you're a reliable, stable, and helpful person to others. You may be overly concerned with details though, so don't be so picky about things where you might miss something <laughs> good that's presented to you or in front of you. Um, now your uh, sex, your, uh, your moon sex tiles, your north node, um, now this, you want to make a note of this aspect because your North Node holds the space of a portion of who you are becoming. It's very important for us. So make a little note there. This aspect suggests that your emotions are in harmony with your destiny, yay, and fate and the possibilities of your North Node. So that means your mind, your emotional mind is willing to move in the way of of, of who you are to become, they'll work together. So use your intuitive focus, you know, towards your North Node there. So that's all for your moon placements. We are moving on to Saturn, good old Saturn. Now, you're gonna notice RX, 
next to Saturn um, in your uh, in your booklet and RX means retrograde and when a planet is retrograde that means it's standing still it's not moving and when it's in this position um, and in your chart the energy is moving into you into you so it's not about what you're doing in the world this is really compiled about what you're doing within it, within your internal environment. So Saturn stands for the teacher and its mantra is I manifest. And the and oh a retrograde also makes the energy a little bit more potent and powerful for you just because it's an internal such a deeply internal process so really note this reading here um, uh, regarding Saturn and Saturn is a powerhouse in our uh, in our chart such an important aspect so Saturn is in the sign of Scorpio and this is deep girl <laughs> in the birth chart Saturn indicates how you are limiting defining and focusing yourself Using this, you can best create order, form, structure, and discipline in your life by fulfilling deep involvements and intense transformations, okay? That's that scorpionic energy that is calling for deep involvements with people and that intensity, you know, um, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, which, which calls for a lot of trust, but the when when we use the word trust, we always we commonly think like to trust others. You don't have to trust anyone else though. You trust yourself. You trust your ability to intuit. You trust your knowing. You trust yourself. You know? And even if intuition is ever off, you know. And if you aren't, it's okay because you trusted yourself and that's what mattered. And most of the time when we don't, when we, 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 we get messages, like we know it's not the right person or we know it's not the right decision and we know it wasn't right and we move in that direction anyway. And then we have, end up with a bad experience. We didn't trust ourselves. <laughs> we didn't trust that the universe had something maybe better for us waiting. So that particular experience ends up being sabotaged in some way. So it's very interesting. Okay, I'm going to move on to your reading here. I was just led to say that to you. So Saturn is in the sign of Scorpio. And in the birth chart, um, oh, I read that already. I'm sorry. In your chart, Saturn's sign element um, is air. So therefore, this indicates the area of greatest restriction that needs to be restructured are your mental faculties and communication skills. So you're going through a whole transformation in this lifetime of the way that you think and the way that you communicate. You are being called to communicate on it from a deep, deep 
vulnerable and transparent place, okay? And you're saying that that's how you're going to connect with your audience. And your Saturn is in the third house. And because Saturn is the great teacher, important lessons in your life may show up for you in day-to-day -day environment and routine interactions. So just throughout the mundane, you'll probably get um, really important important moments, you know, poignant moments for your evolution. So you, it may come in through mental activity and your communication with others. Saturn is in the sign of Scorpio and it's ambitious for both archetypes considering this is an ambitious placement because considering they share a common theme of control of others or situations. With Scorpio being the sign of power, influence, sex, and death, and deeply hidden emotions, instincts can hide well here, okay? There are things that you feel you probably tuck them deep like a lot of people do, and this placement urges you to remember the only person there is to control is self. You can't control other people. You can't control everything only yourself and when this is practiced and achieved your world acts accordingly when you achieve this your world will everything will fall into place for you you have the sense of being um, a natural authority for most anything you value important or you look at as valuable or relevant this is gifted from Saturn as it tells us what we need to learn or what we're least confident in, okay? So in a nutshell, if it's important to you, you will master it. And you're highly intelligent, so you 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 got this. One thing I'm noticing in your chart is for you to really open up, but in a balanced way. So this placement also indicates that you're a deep thinker you're not inspired by superficial conversation or small talk. That's probably not your thing. And this house placement, the house placement, okay, speaks to the area of life Saturn is creating experiences in, okay? The house placement speaks to the area of life Saturn is creating experiences in. The planets create experiences. So as mentioned above, for you, it is mental processes and communication. This implies that you think your words through carefully. Perhaps you might talk slow, you know. Um, maybe in your younger years, you experience difficulty with education or learning. And these attributes may have contributed to some form of depression or having a low self-confidence. You are a practical thinker, judging things according to their usefulness. This placement also indicates that you are careful in financial matters. You're law-abiding. You follow the rules pretty much. And most likely, your sense of justice is well-developed. Now, prior to moving on to aspects, I want to stress and mention the probability that in a previous lifetime or lifetimes that you were in a cult or secret societies, 
in some type of way, like the likeliness is so high. So most often we delve into things that are familiar to our subconscious. This also speaks of, we can go back to your south node and Saturn. So Saturn, the ruler of time, your south node placement, and having Scorpio in this placement, it speaks volumes. So I just wanted to drop a little dime there. And um, that's probably why you're having an astrological reading right now. <laughs> it's probably comfortable for you in some type of way. Okay, it may not even be in your conscious mind. So we're gonna move on to the aspects and we'll see how these planets are creating your experiences. So, Saturn opposes uh, the sun. So whenever you come across an opposition aspect, you want to think mirror and what's reflecting back at you. Okay. So this placement creates two types of people. Um, and this depends on a few factors, but level of confidence, level of confidence being the main consideration. The first type gives you gives up when a problem arises, while the second type is stimulated by problems and it compels very inspired work. So you might be either one of those people. Lower levels of self-esteem is common in this with this aspect, but can be improved by putting in your best and creating a good outcome. So in this, keep in mind, Problems are mere opportunities for growth and expansion. So don't give up. Saturn never gives up. Saturn Capricorn energy never gives up. Now Saturn trines your moon. A trine is a good thing. So we went over this one earlier. I'll read it again. Um, this aspect offers a level of emotional stability as it relates to your home environment giving you the freedom to do what if what you feel is right in your sacred space. Also signified here is that you're a reliable, stable, and helpful person. You may be overly concerned with the details of things. Now, Saturn is sextile, your ascendant. This is a very positive aspect that indicates you to be a pretty honest and wise person. And the ascendant, we're gonna discuss in a, uh, the la latter part of this reading. It's a very important placement. So we're gonna move on to the North Node. And this is the fun part because the North Node holds the space of pure potential for us. And it is really, the aspect of our, our psychological process that pulls us forward and pulls us because it's always there. You know, it's that part of us. And sometimes we delve into it in life in certain experiences when we have experienced our greatest, um, when we've experienced our greatest success, we've tapped into our North Node energy. So... It's pretty interesting, um, the North Node. Consider it a space of pure potential. 
okay? And your North Node is in Taurus, girl. You know you got that good energy going on here. So, because Taurus and Scorpio, having a lot of Taurus and Scorpio in your chart as um, in significant placements means that there is a lot of wealth and money there for you because those are the money signs and houses. So, when you're able to balance get into balance those two energies in your chart girl you're talking about some wealth there you know so your north node is in the sign of taurus and in the eighth house now this sign and house um, position represents your direction toward future growth the new attitudes of the north node are needed to balance the qualities of the south node when this balance is provided, you can destroy old forms and make for the new and share make way for the new and share physical and emotional resources. Think about that. Emotional resources. And now your north node is retrograde in your birth chart. So that means this is a full internal transformation we're talking about. This is transforming the way that you truly, truly feel within yourself about emotions. It's, this is about you knowing that you are everything within the manifestations of your life. Like, it's you. So let's say, for instance, um, you can look at a thing and say, you know what, I would like to acquire that. Within your inner world, for you, you must become that thing, okay, and match it. So let's move forward and let's see how we can get this to happen. You are moving away from what is comfortable, that south node. If you go back and read that, you can look to see what you're moving away from. It was that emotional swing, the instability, the struggle, and you are creating new ideas of what it is that you value, values. For instance, holding on to what you already own and keeping things the same or having the ability to consciously chuck away everything and begin again because you know with you are you can manifest anything you are that you're able to do that and that is the power of what this placement is calling you to become and it's really beautiful it's an internal such an internal um becoming you are moving away from what is comfortable. Oh, I read that. <laughs> However, this placement is a bit, it's a conundrum because the sign of Taurus urges you to, to develop security through appreciating material things and appreciating material and going for that and being motivated by that, you know? While the eighth house Scorpio energy urges you to dig deeper and open to the spirituality and emotional depth. So both of them are about material possessions and, and relating to others. And here's what it is. You 
are being called to your north node, that space, you are being called to value, 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 value. Like you're being called to look at the, look at others, look at life, but moreover, look at yourself in terms of valuing deeply the idea and look for the beauty and the harmony of being one with your emotions and your ability to create and become, really to become and create from within yourself on a, in a conscious way. I hope that makes sense. And if you need to read or listen to this again, I would suggest doing it because there, it, there, there's a lot in this for you. And I'm feeling it just reading it, you know, over. It's funny that I, I write these things, but me telling you this, I'm really feeling it right now. And uh, I'm really getting emotional too because I guess because I'm the opposite. My north node is in Scorpio and my south node is in Taurus. So, and so um, this is really a huge internal transformation. And whatever happens for you, I would take notes of what's happening in your mind. Um, as you're listening to this, really, really take notes on this part because your, your, um, your North Node is holding that space and it's, it's constantly pulling you toward transforming ideals and beliefs and about material possessions and sensuality and the finer things of life. Like don't make these things a, an egotistical um, type of and don't desire them as an egotistical part of your being your higher highest self but to look at them and and value these things to know that you are these things and you emoted them from within your your being because you raised your vibration and you raised your and expanded your consciousness enough that you created these things and you and and, and you hold yourself the way that you feel your confidence you hold yourself to that value if you were a person who you value people or things outside of yourself, this is calling you to pull that inward and hold yourself to that value. And on here, I have a list for you to look at of the balanced expression of this placement. And if or when you're feeling overemphasized, where it's coming from ego or is underemphasized and it's coming from a place of low self-worth, I have a, a list here of the, the things that you want to note. Um, you want to note what it is that uh, you're experiencing so you can integrate, transform and integrate it. Okay, so make sure you look at the at your um your translation okay so we're gonna go over the aspects of your north node uh 
your north node aspects uh, your north node is sextile your moon so this placement suggests that you have an intuitive knowledge to make use you know <laughs> you know these things i have a great feeling especially a cancer cancer is so intuitive and having that as your moon there are things that you know on a deep any and emotional level so i i have i would I would guess that a lot of the things that I'm saying to you are just confirmation of what you know about yourself. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, your um, North Node is conjunct is conjunct your Mercury. Now, this aspect offers two sides because um, the blending and connection offered suggests that you are intelligent. And overall, had a good life experience. You're, you're introspective. This is one of the aspects. You're introspective and, construct, and you constructively criticize yourself. Okay? There is, you, there is put downs, but you know how to criticize, criticize yourself or be critical, but in a way that it gets you moving in a um, beneficial direction. You are open to others. You're forthright and able to accept criticism uh, from others as well. You're also able to manage obstacles uh, through analytic, healthy analytical and logical thinking skills. So you're wise when it comes to using your mind um, in that aspect, you know. So however, on the other hand, the sextile moon the placement mentioned above, this conjunction of Mercury um, can cause a kind of rift in that because your intuitive knowing that I mentioned just a moment ago, this conjunction, the way that Mercury operates, your logical thinking process may get in your way sometimes, okay? So be sure that if you notice stubbornness, defensiveness, and holding on to things that are non-beneficial or thinking yourself out of things that you intuitively know, be mindful of those things and ask yourself what is true for you, you know? So don't get in your own way. And that's what this conjunction is um, um, suggests that, and we all do it. You know, um, we'll know something. We're like, oh, I want to move this way. And then the mind jumps in like, well, you got to think of this first. And it's not going to work. You know, that sort of thing. Uh -uh. You, you know what to do. And your north node square Jupiter. Now, whenever there is a square, there is a challenge. The challenge for you with this aspect is on one hand, you're confident in your abilities, which helps you tackle life's challenges. Um, and you may find your challenges are tied to deep sensory experience, and that offers you good luck. On the other hand, along the search for life's meaning, it may be an inharmonious journey due to strong internal dissatisfaction with unrealistic expectations, like you're wanting more from life than you're able to manifest. And the two aspects here are associated with your thinking processes. 
One way to create balance in your thinking process is to create a list of values. Value list is so important and the things that are important to you. Another way to detect the source of a thought is you ask yourself, is it true for me? Like, is this true for me? You know, so these are two quick, uh, quick and easy ways to redirect um, your, you back to yourself. I don't know. Redirect you back to your truth, pretty much. Okay, let's recap and pull this all together. Your overall interpretation speaks to you becoming an advocate and cheerleader for yourself. Okay, let's recap and pull this all together. Your overall interpretation speaks to you becoming um, your own cheerleader. You know, no more stinking thinking and getting in your way. You are aiming toward a line of work where you deal with others. Therefore, it is imperative that you be that you give yourself the love and nurturing that comes naturally for you that you give to others. And you're headed for big things. So become solid enough with who you are to be able to be open and transparent, open to intimacy. Transparency and intimacy is how you find your true tribe and audience, okay? I really, this is the end of reading number one. I hope this compre um, you found this comprehensive interpretation of past lives, early childhood, and emotional foundations helpful. I am so grateful for your time and look forward to taking a deep dive into identity, personality, and purpose in reading too. So stay tuned.